Welcome, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Why do they hate Miranda? You're listening to I Couldn't Help But Podcast. Carrie is the fucking worst. An unofficial Sex in the City podcast. Hosted by Joe Daniel Montalongo and Paige Clarno. Charlotte, shut the fuck up. Sick. It's positive. <laughs> if I'm not having sex, was this day 459? 459. You're keeping track? I don't know. Probably. 459? Fuck, we'll I don't... See, it, it would have been a year in March, February-ish. Late February, early March. So, yeah. So it's been two years for me, that means, so... Oh. oh. Welcome to my sex podcast, <laughs> where I don't actually partake. <laughs> I, the last two years I worked at Planned Parenthood were, like, the biggest drought I've ever had. I mean, I didn't go two years, but, like, it was a drought all the time. And I'm like, <laughs> and everyone who worked there was like, yeah, I have less sex working here than I did before I worked at Planned Parenthood. So what we're saying yeah. is what Jane Sound Bar presented in Dogma is not true. Which is, explain <laughs> for the audience. Oh, you're actually recording? Oh, I'm recording, yeah. <laughs> oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, Yay! Where, uh, where they're hanging out in front of uh, the Planned Parenthood place where Bethany works. She's like, you guys are mm-hmm. protesters. He's like, what? Those idiots with the signs? Fuck no. Women's bodies are own fucking business. <laughs> but he's just like, then why are you hanging around an abortion clinic? We figure it's a great place to meet loose women. Why else would they be here if they don't want to fuck? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's, it's terrible, but wonderful. And with that, welcome to Sex and the Sun. <laughs> welcome to We Couldn't Help a Podcast, the roommate pandemic edition. Oh, <laughs> past, present, and future. Past, present, and future. Although I don't have any in the past, but yes, um, only present and future. So, hi everyone. Um, I am here with current roommate Ryan. Hello. You all know him from such fine things. You know him, you hate him, you can't turn it down fast enough, but he's here. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'll try and regulate this volume later. <laughs> and then we have future, my future roommate, uh, Ashley on the podcast. Hello. Hey! Um, Ashley is, as you know, sex positive, uh, so that's a plus. <laughs> <laughs> we can start with that. <laughs> I mean, aren't we? I feel like we're all sex positive, right? Like, yeah. we'd be doing this podcast if we weren't all sex positive. Exactly. But yes, very sex positive. Um, very pro people doing what the fuck they want to do with themselves. Mm-hmm. Exactly. In a consensual manner, you got to add that in there all the right. time. Right. <laughs> so, um, Ashton, this is your first time on the podcast. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about like what you do, what your specialties are, which makes you absolutely perfect for being on this podcast (laughs) my specialties you make me sound so formal uh i spent uh six and a half years as a policy analyst and lobbyist for planned parenthood so i worked on several bills to help bring sex ed to nevada students which are in dire need of that but we we were not able to uh, slip her in as uh, <laughs> it were. Um, Very sex positive. Yes. <laughs> so it's still something uh, that I is a passion project of mine, even though I'm no longer with the organization. Um, and now I'm in school to hopefully become a nurse practitioner and work in reproductive health care, yes. uh, mainly women's health. Perfect. And uh, what is your sexual orientation? How do you identify? So uh, I identify as heterosexual. Uh, 
Kay's working on that with both of us, I feel. <laughs> she is. <laughs> she is working on it. Yeah, our friend Kay is absolutely wanting us to become some sort of, like, polyamory, like, Oh, she's trying thing. to start the great lesbian polycule. It's insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. She is, and we're, what, like, day 100 and this, yeah, something, something of the pandemic? I mean, at this point, yeah, like, it's been such a drought. I, yeah. I'm in. Yeah, in for it. And what is your relationship to Sex in the City? Have you watched all of them? Were you obsessed? Were you not obsessed? Oh, I loved Sex in the City as a kid. Like, de- devoured it. In fact, it was one of those ones where, like, I'd be watching it and have to, like, flip the, like, previous channel because my mom was totally against it. <laughs> Just have your finger hovering yeah, over always, the Yeah, always. All the time. All the time. Um, turns out she knew what I was doing. We've had all kinds of conversations about that. And she's like, I knew what you were doing. Um... I used to love it. I haven't watched it. I watch the movies regularly. They're sort of like my brain candy. Mm -hmm. I watch them. I put them on when I'm doing things. But I have not watched the episodes in a really long time. So today was a... felt like a little bit of a blast from the past. I feel like this is such a boring yet important episode. (laughs) I agree, yeah. Like, it is impaired... Like, there's lots of really, really good touch points to talk about. But in the end, they're just being trash human beings the entire time. <laughs> it is weird. Wait, just this episode is like No, that. not just this episode, unfortunately. It would be it's so different great. watching it sort of like the a staple of the series. A yeah. different lens now, watching it after, you know, the soci- the, the social, I guess, environment we're in now, or trying to evolve into and watching that is like, oh, okay, they really weren't as... Uh, Progressive. Yes, progressive. I love that. That's what we were talking about last night with Poison Ivy uh, being female empowerment versus feminism. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) they weren't as woke as we thought they were. Yeah, Ryan and I housed the, the, uh, I want to say original. The 90s Batman. Yeah, the the 90s Batman movies. And he was just like, Poison Ivy is like feminism. And I'm like, mm, I'll go with female empowerment, but I won't go with to feminism. To be fair, I was in an altered true, state. True, and true, Probably not saying the right word that my brain wanted me to say. But yeah. I think for maybe when they, I mean, when they were on, you know, in the theaters, it was feminism then. But I even still, Batgirl yes, called yes. her out for being a bad feminist at the end of it, though. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fair. I was just like, okay. Girls like, you give chicks a bad name for something <laughs> she says. Yeah. You're taking us back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever seen them, so Paige is oh. going to be like, have you seen this movie? Have you seen this movie? And I'm not going to live up to your standards at all. Right. Oh, no, what? You what, you look at her like she looks at me when it comes to movies. <laughs> yes. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. There, there's <laughs> only leveling up to this one. My dude. Like, he... But she he, is I, losing a massive collection, but she's definitely trading up on space. <laughs> well, here's the thing. And roommates, really. <laughs> no, I think, well, if you count my dog. Like, the dog yeah. is the best part. I mean, Harper is definitely the best be part honest, of Be honest, Harper's the only reason you want to live with me. No, that is totally <laughs> not true. Because I'm still kind of like, oh, dog hair over my stuff but it's a dog and I get to play with the dog anytime I want to so trade off it's okay but I'm also a fanatic cleaner um yeah so all the time but there will be hair I will definitely try to raise my standards because Ryan and I have been absolutely living the bachelor life here where I'm just like when's the last time we vacuumed was it March? Well, the best part about me is that I'll just go and do it. And I, it's not like a passive-aggressive thing. Like, it's my therapy, and we need we need that right now. Well, I'll let you have that, because okay. I'm lazy as fuck, so. Okay. She's very pro-therapy. I'm very pro-therapy. Especially if she doesn't have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't everyone? Yeah. yeah. 
No. I love that journey for you. Just enough of me. Yeah. yeah. That's Good for you. That sounds like... Getting the help you deserve. <laughs> There's no hope for me, but you're good. I just like to, like, bounce off of other people's therapies. I'm like, what did you learn today? Yeah. That's okay. I, I will regularly <laughs> discuss what I learned in therapy. Yeah. I'll be like, what? Is, oh, a coping mechanism? Tell mm, me more right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I don't know. I've been in therapy for 15 years, and I'm still in therapy, so I don't know that I'm your, like, your person you want I to think everybody's from. a work in progress, though. Like, I don't know for that sure. you should stop therapy necessarily. Totally agree. Because stuff is always going to come up. Uh, it's just like working out. It's only worth it if you <laughs> keep doing it. That's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I'm not going to start. Just with exercise. <laughs> why bother breaking a mental sweat as well? Yeah. Like. <laughs> Who wants that? That's never any fun. <laughs> Alright, so let's jump into this. Um, oh my god, I almost tried to use a really big word and I lost it. This Synopsis? is pan- Pandemic brain. High key. <laughs> terrible right now. Um, no, like, it starts with a P, like, important episode. What word am I looking, what word am I looking for? Do, 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 do. <laughs> I think you're, you're, you're conflating, so penultimate means, like, second to last. Yeah, that's not what I mean. It's okay. another word. Pe- hmm. A P word that means important? Yeah. Primary? Besides page. Primary. <laughs> I don't think primary. <laughs> no, that's definitely not the big word I was looking for. It's fine. Anyway, Look, let's. I'm just here to make food. <laughs> and she did food. make a bomb ass breakfast. Mm-hmm. It was good. Um, so this is season six A, or part one, or whatever. Uh, episode seven: the post-it always sticks twice. <laughs> the uh, shitty synopsis <laughs> is: Carrie and the girls are meeting for their usual breakfast when two bombshells are dropped. Smith's career is rapidly heating up, adding to Samantha's anxiety, which I don't feel even remotely covers what happened, but that's what the fun of that book is, is to be like, what? You're wrong. Whose cousin wrote these? Yeah. My favorite part of like reading the synopses from this book is that sometimes they're completely actually inaccurate. Like, they're like, Samantha goes to trial. And it's like, that was Miranda. Also, that's like a real legit, I didn't even see the book. Yeah, so oh. this, is a, this is like the complete series and it has all of the like... DVDs in it okay. and everything. Like it's so on a scale from like dedicated to like I kind of watched it a little bit. You're like dedicated. And I'm like in the middle. Somebody gifted that to me. Okay. So I'm still where you are. Okay. They basically because you haven't actually listened to any of the podcast. So this podcast. I have actually. That's not. Oh. I've okay. listened to okay. a couple of episodes. Okay. So this started because um, JD and I. JD is taking an extended leave right now. Um, so JD and I, he asked me what, what like TV show he should binge next. And I threw out a couple of good examples first and he was just like, mm, no, I don't like that. And I'm like, well, you could always just like go ahead and make fun of sex in the city. Like I always love going through these episodes and talking about how they bring up important points, but they're absolute trash. Mm-hmm. And he said, we should absolutely do a podcast. And I said, well, let's make it happen. So here we are. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, who do we want to start with? I will let Ryan pick first. What girl intrigued you the most? Um, <laughs> actually, I kind of like Charlotte's journey in this one. Really? Okay. Yeah. okay. All right. The whole like where she is completely downplaying her joy. Yeah. Because she doesn't feel she deserves it the second time around. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And even though she's trying to be the most positive one of the group, well, if this hadn't happened, then this wouldn't have happened, and blah, blah, blah. She's constantly, like, taking herself down several pegs because she thinks it's going to make her friends feel better. 
mm-hmm. but like she's just making herself feel like shit because she actually wants to be happy that she's actually engaged and she's happy that she's gonna get married to somebody that she actually wants to marry this time around it's mm-hmm. uh, it's just sad that there are those personal and societal pressures like well this isn't the time for me to share my good news like yeah you worry about being happy in front of other people that aren't happy like you're somehow being mean to them by doing that and I, I really resonated with that on this one yeah i think most women do this where we downplay a lot of stuff that we're happy about because we don't want to seem overly excited overly confident overly whatever you because yuck your judged. own yum yeah yuck no you do yum. yes yeah we do i think especially i would say even right now with what's going on in there it's something i've definitely fallen into like mm-hmm. not allowing myself to show any kind of like joy about things going on in my life because i know that there's so many people struggling and yeah things going on i know i feel bad talking about like stuff that's actually good news for me when people are currently like becoming homeless because of the situation happening we have survivor's guilt just for being able to perpetuate our own existence at this point yes. yeah jesus christ does it mean are any of us really nailing it like yeah. <laughs> no we're all a big dumpster fire like but if there is even a kernel of happiness right now i like I, even i am like really hesitant to to not share it or like not talk to people like i've been reaching out to people to see how they've been doing mm-hmm but I have absolutely received almost, like, zero communication from other people asking how I'm doing. And if they do, I'm like, it's fine. Everything's fine. Right. Like, which is probably why I should be in therapy, but I'm not. <laughs> it's fine. I'll just keep on being like, it's cool. I'm fine. <laughs> Go ahead. I just think that's stupid mean. They always ask where them titties, not how them titties. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> But I love that I, I love that she's excited that that she and Harry are engaged, but I think that I would do being married and now divorced, if that it's never gonna happen to me. I'm never gonna get married again. But if any that attitude. No, I'm totally I'm not because I know what went into the first marriage and what I would be willing to do and not willing to do. And I can't even get a guy to date me on those specifications, let alone marry me. So I'm just like I'm in a place where I'm very good being single. But I would feel just as bad as Charlotte does if I did get engaged again. Like, I would feel like I am not entitled to a big wedding. I'm not entitled to be excited or to have a bachelorette party or whatever. Like, I would not feel it at all. And, like, that everything happens for a reason. I'm so pessimistic. Because I'm just like, yeah, but maybe it's a shitty reason. And I hate that I have to go through a whole bunch of shitty stuff to get maybe one good thing. Like, it sucks. I just hate it. But that's all I have down for Charlotte. (laughs) I think I come from a lot of people in my family that are on their second and third marriages that then lasted, you know, 30, 40 years or, Mm -hmm. you know, still going. And so to me, a second marriage doesn't seem, I mean, I've never been married, but to me, a second marriage doesn't seem like anything less special uh, to to not, that you should celebrate everything. I guess maybe I'm a little... Yeah. It's a different, it's just like a different point of view. Like, I feel that way about birthdays too, where I'm just like, no, this is getting upsetting. (laughs) I'm not. I'm wasting cake and paper. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm a big birthday person. (laughs) When it was. I can't wait to watch y'all sitcom after you move in together. This is going to be great. It is. I'm going to like hide. I'm going to be like, I'm going out of town for my entire birthday month. 
Oh, wait, so I can't, like, decorate the downstairs? Felix and, and Oscar like, are like a motherfucker. This is going to be great. I know. It is. It's going to be fantastic. I, I honestly I'm, like, really, wait. like, extroverted and, like, want to have the people over. And I'm like, ooh, let me cook for you. Let me host for you. Yeah. So, so just... I'm just, I'm just, cha- I'm just changing the, the sex. Look, if you <laughs> wanted that, I could just shave my beard and try and wear a wig. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> And I still wouldn't look nearly a tenth of a percent as great as Ash does. So I understand. <laughs> great recovery, right? <laughs> Thanks. Well, listen, we're all looking great. We're all pandemic fantastic right now. Pandemic chic. It is yes. derelict up in this couch right now, dude. <laughs> I am literally in Kay's pants. She's trying to get into mine, but I've already uh, gotten into hers. You're already there. These if are only she knew. Oh, she knew. She gave me these pants. She's marking you with her set. <laughs> it's a good thing she doesn't listen to this. Do we so know Neil's going to love this. Neil is going to dig it. Hi, Neil. Uh, hello, Neil. I'm sorry about my explosive laugh. <laughs> Trust me. You're Everyone's always like, oh, that's Ashley. When they hear me laugh, I'm like, sorry. You're right, I am just <laughs> doing the same. Just, Man! I have a type when it comes to roommates. It would be fine. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I try to like, I'm like, so Thanksgiving, like, you know, lasts until like 11 or 12. Yeah, she's like, oh, I thought you guys were done by like 5. Listen, like, you have... Yeah, she's the type that'll... She'll have her wedding party if she ever gets married again, but she'll have balloons to say, please leave, leave by night. <laughs> I'm all party doesn't get party doesn't get pop until nine. Yeah, I'm one hundred percent. Like my eighty six year old grandfather will not leave until like one a.m. See, and that's what I'm thinking is because I'm like you have an eighty six year old grandpa, and I think grandparents eat at like three, and so no. I'm like, oh, so I can go to your Thanksgiving, and then I can go to someone else's Thanksgiving. You can you can hang out for the first part, go yes. have some Thanksgiving gonna, with somebody, else, and then, and then come, come back and have second Thanksgiving. Yeah, because we don't eat till like seven or eight. Just like Spider-Man. Just like Spider-Man. <laughs> she was so pissed at the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. Because they're like, oh, we're having a wonderful family dinner. You should come over around 8. She's like, who the fuck is eating at 8? What are you doing? That is too late. <laughs> On a normal basis, that's kind of wild. Because I'm like, I'm going to bed. Or I'm wrapping it up to go to bed at like 10. If I'm still full at that time, like, I'm uncomfortable. But like... I just and I'm trying to do like intermittent fasting. It's not working, but I'm really trying to do like intermittent fasting. So for me, if I'm eating past like six or seven p.m., you I can't have failed. Eat like yeah, what is it like two p.m. the next day? Intermittent. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm failing. Not about that life. Um, immensely. But yeah, so that's Charlotte. Any closing <laughs> thoughts on Charlotte? <laughs> you done fucked up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's really why you wanted to have this podcast. You wanted me to to, to see how. No, no, I'm pleasantly surprised now. (laughs) What did you think I was a wallflower? (laughs) I mean, how is this surprising that this is who I am? Like, surprise, (laughs) personality-wise, making a lateral move. Just like my career, it's fine. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow, okay, now I'm getting the fuck. Paige just come out of left field with a series of cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you pick next. Who? What What girl do you want to talk about? Uh, let's do 
Samantha. Samantha. I'm Samantha. <laughs> um, Samantha does not want to be Smith Jared's girlfriend. <laughs> and tells him to go on TRL. TRL, what a time capsule yeah. moment. Vintage TRL. Oh. And say that he doesn't have a girlfriend. And then gets her feelings hurt. Like, because he did the thing that she said to do. Yeah. Like, doesn't that happen a lot? I mean, that happens a lot with women. I mean, I know that I'm, I have fallen into that trap as well. Like, no, honey, yes. it's okay. Go do that. This is what I want you to do. And then he does it. And then and then you're like, why'd you do that? It's okay. I don't do that with roommates, so don't worry. I'm very blunt. <laughs> I would know anyway. I'd be like, nope, I know what you actually mean by that. <laughs> so I'm not going to do that thing. Because <laughs> I feel like girls approach it much differently when it's with a guy like you would say to the guy you're like no i really honey i sincerely want you to to xyz i really do and girl on girl they're like yeah go ahead do it i don't care (laughs) just go ahead do it whatever i don't care it's fine it's fine no it's fine it's really fine (laughs) or like the just k in the text message there's like so many levels like if i spell out okay like we're good. The worst is K with a period. Ooh, you, you, you done, done fucked, fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> you got K with a period. K open-ended, you might survive. K with a period, pack your shit. <laughs> the little emoji that does the, like, little, that's what I do when I'm pissed. I do that. I have, what, the, like, okay sign? The, like, okay sign. I do oh. that to my best friend all the time. She's like, did I fuck up? And I'll be like... <laughs> I, have, I have a friend who hates punctuation. And I am a writer, and so I'll, te- I'll send her a text message, and she's like, are you mad? And I'm like, I'm sorry, that period wasn't anger. It was the end of my sentence. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I did that to the other day where I sent her a text, and then immediately afterward, I'm like, it was just a period. I just double-spaced. I, it was my, I, I'm not mad. It's okay. Like, preemptively. And she's like, oh, okay. But I still knew she was like, uh eh. I'm angry with you. I think it's interesting looking at Samantha in this episode because she is oh, yeah, also <laughs> doing a thing out of the fear of appearing a certain way. She doesn't want to appear like the clingy. She's not one of those girlfriends. She's a cool girlfriend, She's you know. A cool girlfriend. You know, yeah, I, really if good. you're gonna have sex with somebody else, I'd rather you do it in the house. You know, right, like that yeah. type of shit. Like. In the same way how Charlotte's just like, oh no, I, I don't want to, you know, take away the spotlight from anyone else, especially my second time around. You know, she's, they're so worried about what other people are thinking, and they're just making the wrong decisions for themselves because of it. Yeah. And girls be doing that. Guys be doing that. Guys, guys be doing that Guys too. be doing that a lot. Expound. Oh, no, we've, we've had that episode. <laughs> <laughs> Have we had that episode? No, no, the episode about, like, yeah, no, we talked about relationship troubles and stuff, like, uh personality and hardwiring and stuff. Didn't we do that the first time you had me on? Uh, many, maybe. many moons ago, yeah. friends. Go, go Should, back in the history and yeah, find Yeah, go it. back in all, you know, 300 of our episodes and try and find that one. <laughs> Good luck. Because we don't remember, so you certainly won't. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I do love that she, to, to help out Carrie get high, she was like, I'd call my dealer, but he's at the Cape. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... Jesus Christ, Samantha. <laughs> like, These drug dealers in their summer homes. <laughs> so stupid. And in their sales. <laughs> um, so yeah, that is literally all I have on Samantha. Any any other thoughts on Samantha? Well Besides the fact that vintage MTV <laughs> Vintage MTV was wild. Was also, crazy. can we talk about how good her back looked in that? In that New York dolls yes. like 
pantsuit fucking no, tank top thing. No, that was a bodysuit, and well, it was yeah. bonkers. Phenomenal. Yeah, it was nuts. Insane. Like, I'm mad about it, because I didn't have that body at 18, but she has it at 40-something. And I'm like, mm, maybe you can fuck off. <laughs> I like her. She will always be my favorite. My she, favorite. I, well, I love her because she is body positive and very chill about everything. But Miranda it will always be my favorite because she speaks to my soul. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. Yeah, she is absolutely her snarky like shit where she's just like, I'd never do that because of this, this, and this. And I'm like, exactly. That's me. Um, it is wild that a bunch of us that grew up on the shit like Room Raiders and Next mm-hmm. and those stupid dating shows that were on Afternoon MTV with TRL yep. have, have managed to become as well-adjusted as we think we all are. As we think we <laughs> yeah, are. After yeah, after watching people go through other people's private property <laughs> to figure out if they want to date them or not. <laughs> I feel like those dating shows fucked us up for actual dating. Because <laughs> we all expected it to be a game. Well, we, yeah, we still do. I go into every date that I go on like it's an interview. Like oh, so it's you do my, treat it like next. Like it's my, <laughs> no, like it's my podcast. Because otherwise, if I don't, then they, like, like there's too much you anxiety. You Sarah every time. Welcome to Blind Date. I'm Paige. <laughs> and they're like, who are you talking to? Why are you staring at that fourth wall? <laughs> this week's episode... <laughs> But I really do like I go into it and I'm like, okay, tell me about yourself and how do you feel about that and what are your issues on this? And like most of the time they're totally chill with that and it takes away my anxiety of like, do I like this person? Is there a connection? Do I feel like a minute with it? Because it's too much pressure. Yeah. But if I'm giving an interview, <laughs> then it's fine. <laughs> so when it comes to a situation like that where, because it seemed like you both kind of were like, ooh, like when she did that. Uh, when she told him, like, hey, no, it's fine, just do whatever, like, it seemed like you would be like, ah, wrong move, because you both know that, like, that's the wrong move, like, have you ever been in a situation where you told a guy to do a thing, even though you know it's against what you want that guy to be doing? I never have, but I'm obnoxious. (laughs) So there's that. (laughs) Or, 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 here, how about this, have you ever told a guy to do a thing, and then you find out by him doing it, you're like, oh, no, I didn't want that to happen, because it seemed like she got hit with a revelation when she saw him on TRL yep. being like, ooh, I don't have a girlfriend. I'm yeah. not seeing serious. I, I think Samantha definitely thought that's what she wanted him to do and then it was a later realization. I have definitely done both. I have definitely told, as a test to people, trust me, I, I would test. like to think I've grown out of this. Yeah. A test. <laughs> like, oh yeah, go ahead. That's mm-hmm. a good idea. Great idea. Yeah. Let's see if you do it. Let's see if you do it. I wish a motherfucker would. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I've definitely done... I, I've encouraged someone to do something and thought that I honestly wanted them to do it. And then something that I didn't think about also happened alongside it. And I was like, ooh, nope, don't like that journey for you. Come back here. Because <laughs> I'm in a relationship, I'm very much, you have to have your own life. You have to have your own set of friends. You have to be able to come together and talk about something. Because otherwise, it's always like the pandemic. Like... Like, even Ryan and I, I'm like, I'm asking you how your day was. I know exactly how your fucking day was. Like, I think, yeah, I think that's important in all relationships. Like, mm-hmm. I am, like, fiercely independent, so I do believe that, like, everybody should have their own friends, their own life. So, that, yeah, you have something to talk about. Yeah, right. I have people that now I'm like, we text all day long, or talk all day long, because all we're doing is sitting in our homes, and now I know exactly what you had for breakfast. Right. <laughs> I know. I feel like I'm 
I don't text anybody anymore because if I did, I'd be oversharing information that is of no interest to even myself. <laughs> like, I'm not going to text someone and be like, hey, what's going on? Oh, nothing? Cool. With me? No. Absolutely nothing. Still staying at home. But Gustavo <laughs> had a wild call today. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> she knows all my freaking sales reps by name. It's like, I'll answer the phone be like, oh, hello, so-and-so. And she'll be like, ooh, that's so-and-so. Like. <laughs> I did. The other day, I was, like, in the kitchen, and then he has a phone call. And he's like, oh, hey, Justin, what's up? And I'm like, Justin, he's always a wild card. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because he is. <laughs> Can we please go back to real life? I know. Uh, I just don't. No, 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 real life's not. Don't much worry. I will right leave now. the house to go for walks, search my parents, or like any excuse to get out of the house in a yeah. safe manner. Because I cannot hang out at the house all day. Like I am not. I am someone who can sit on the couch and just do nothing. I'm such an introvert, but I wish I, that I was I'm less not. of one. Like I, I wish that I had the drive to like go out and like do something fun. And I just don't. <laughs> I'm, like, unmotivated to do anything. And look at you. There's nothing fun to do right now, really. Yeah. <laughs> but I I really, in the middle of this pandemic... It's okay. You can help Conrad and I take off all the paint on the deck. The He on wants the deck. to take off all the paint we on the deck. We just sand it down. Oh, you don't have to help, though. It's fine. <laughs> He's... What a card. I already love your grandpa and I haven't even met him. Because there's an apple tree that needs to go to. I was like, like, so we're going to hire people, right? Yeah. I was like, no, I'm going to do it. For those that aren't in the know, who is this Conrad that you're talking about? Sorry, my 86-year-old grandfather who is a fucking savage. From what I have heard, he is an absolute beast of a negotiator. He's he's working on the deal to get them their new house, hopefully. Her new house. Sorry. I'm just a roommate. Yes. (laughs) And 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 I'm just trying... He's a savage. He's a wine drinking, like just political savage that never shuts up and is my very best friend. But he drives me absolutely fucking insane. I feel so, like this will very quickly turn into like the Conrad podcast. Like, oh, it in could. Yeah, episodes. it very could. We so should have like, him on once. Oh my god! Have gosh. him talk about sex in the city. That would be hilarious. I want it. He, he'd talk about his lady Conrad friend. Conrad cast. Oh, Conrad cast. Oh, new podcast completely, I feel. <laughs> what did Grandpa do today? <laughs> this apple tree, I swear, needs to go. <laughs> Just only if Trump doesn't get elected, can he oh my be God. in the podcast? Oh, <laughs> yep, sorry. Did you mean to burn the room down? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's terrible because, like, our... The, the plan is November is when the lease is up, the lease is up and, and Ryan is, is moving on to other things, and I am potentially I, moving into this house that we might get. I don't know where I'm moving on to, but I, you know, ideally it'd be cool to find someone to take over the room here, but we'll see. Oh, that's true. So if you're interested, yeah. call 775. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, but Ryan's gonna be over all the time. You are going yeah. to know. You're gonna know the code to the front door. <laughs> you're gonna like be able to come over all the time. Adorable. Yeah, it'll be it'll be totally fine. Um, but yeah, it's. I lost my train of thought. I don't know. We were talking it's, about the election. Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, so November is potentially when you get your house. I'm trying so hard not for it to like. I I turn to we. 
instead of you or I like so so quickly and so I'm totally just hopping on this bandwagon where I'm like I hope we get the house I hope we decorate like this (laughs) I'm like oh Paige it's not your house you're just moving it you're just paying rent stop (laughs) oh that's okay but if there's anything about me that's like that's not how I look at things so that that's good we will have an election party everyone's invited I will break the back door if he gets re-elected again. <sighs> so, I did that the first time. Anyways, of course okay. it gets political. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Nope. It's okay. We are definitely uh, an anti-Trump podcast yeah. <laughs> for the most part. For sure. <laughs> we're, we're not in. I'm sitting it. in the same room with you, so you guys are anti-Trump. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's definitely do not. Do the thing. It's, yeah. Do the thing. Oh, Please. do the fucking thing. Do, someone do the thing. Oh, we need a new John Wilkes booze. <laughs> <laughs> we already talked about it. It has to be Kevin Spacey because he's already batshit crazy. And, and, that's right. and that's the thing because, like, if if with any Get luck, <laughs> with any luck, he will also break his leg and then die a week later. Oh yeah, <laughs> two or birds, one stone. I wonder if Ta-da. I have coronavirus. <sighs> okay, you can't move. <laughs> Man, the FBI is having a field day with this one. I'm sure I have my own NSA agent <laughs> me because I talk about it all the time. My mom was like. We have to stop texting about this. <laughs> my sister does that with uh, my she mom's initiates house. It. Yeah, my my sister Just does that. Just fomenting insurrection on your fucking mobile devices. I love it. Right. Yeah, my sister is always like, well, when mom goes, we're just going to burn the house down. And I'm like, you can't say shit like that. And she was like, listen, if that NSA agent knows our mom. You said TSA. T- I said TSA, yeah. And I'm sorry, our NSA agent like knows our mom, he'll be on our side. <laughs> She's like, maybe I should set my mom up with your your grandpa. And I was like, he's not like regular 86-year-olds. Well, he is kind of pro-Trump, right? Oh, kind of? Yeah, Yeah. so they would get along at least. He he will. Yeah, it'll be a bad. I can't call him for a couple days after that, which means we'll get a couple days reprieve from him being over. Yeah, he he and my mom will probably get along. Yeah. As long as they're both wearing their hearing aids. (laughs) There is that. Yeah. Yeah, my mom's hearing aid works sometimes and other times not. It's really a weird thing growing up with um, parents that can't hear very well because you tend to talk a lot of shit under your breath because you know they can't hear you. <laughs> so I do that all the time. Every once in a while, Ryan's like, what'd you say? And I'm like, nothing. I forgot that you were not hard of hearing. Never mind. <laughs> but anyway, let's move on to Miranda. With her skinny jeans. With her skinny jeans. And let me tell you, when you do get to a point in your life where you fit back into a certain pair of jeans, it is life-changing. It is life-changing. Yeah. I have a jacket that I can't even zip up now that I'm still holding on to in the hopes that one day yeah. mm-hmm. I'll be able to do that shit without sucking in. Yep. It is a very dark day when you throw those jeans away, though. When you're just like, fuck you, I'm never going to get back into these jeans. It is a rough admission. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we should all learn to, like, love ourselves while we're at, but yes, yes, I do, I do, as body positive as I try to be, I, I have a jacket that I really want to be able to zip up again that I haven't been able to zip up since, like, high school, but yeah, it'll never happen again, but I need to get rid of it. I do have, I had, for a very long time, one pair of jeans, and they were the ugliest jeans that you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, this jacket's were, not cute. Yeah, because they're- <laughs> I just want to zip it up. Yeah, they were from the 90s, they were one of those ones where it's just, like, shorts, and then cut at an angle, and then- a different wash mm-hmm. and then cutting an angle and mm-hmm. then a different wash so I looked like a were fucking scarecrow. Probably. They were probably mud. I'm not gonna lie. But I kept those for 
15 years thinking I was going to fit back into them. Mm-hmm. And I think I was in my last place where I was just like, you need to go. Well, Miranda kept her what? She said 1985, it's 2003. Ryan let us know it was 2003. So, yes, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. almost 20 years later, she was after a baby. So she, hope. she has much more positivity than I do. <laughs> which is saying something for Miranda because she's not positive. Which is why I identify her with her the most. But she was getting it this episode. Yeah. Like, her, her like, body positivity made her, like, so confident that she just, like, all these guys were after her. And I'm like, that, I love that journey for you. <laughs> there do be those days where even I will catch myself in the mirror and be like, oh, man, all right, you look halfway decent today. It won't help you anywhere, but, like, good for you, man. Like <laughs> Stupid. Like, but, like, so it's weird the how the slightest thing can be a confidence booster. Like, her mm-hmm. being able to fit mm-hmm. back in those jeans completely changed her entire outlook for her life in that moment. Yeah, and people see that confidence in other people and are drawn to it. So I really feel like that's something that, like, if I'm feeling fairly confident in something that I'm wearing and, like, we're, like, going out and, like, having fun or whatever, super, super confident, and other people tend to get drawn to that. And Mm -hmm. so it's great. I have never, I haven't had one of those in a really long time, but they are good when those days come around. (laughs) But yeah, that's all I have is like skinny. My notes are skinny jeans, meeting dudes with pot, and in bed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was the other thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, part of Samantha's journey is getting high with uh, with Carrie on that too. Yeah, she stole the. Uh, yeah, she stole the guy's joint. Yeah. yeah, she did. We'll get to that in yeah. in Carrie. Yes. But uh, before do we close out, Miranda? Anything else? I don't have much on Miranda. I yeah. never have much on Miranda. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I would no. I like Miranda. I just I don't identify with her much at all. So. Really? Yeah. Also, this show I think oversimplifies the dating pool of any city. She just fell onto that. She bed just fell onto the bed. Yeah. And they were just like, "Oh, hey, how's it going?" Like, I just want to know why this guy. If you bumped into a dude at a bar, would you be like, "Oh, hey, how's it going?" And just straight up conversation, no, I'd be like, you'd be like, "Get, get the, the fuck, fuck away from me!" me. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> Hell no. There's mm-hmm. so much of this that didn't age well. Or maybe yeah. I was just naive and very young when I was watching this originally because I'm like, really? Well, like- and I mean, if you think about, like, the time period that it is, like, there's no online dating at this point. There's barely cell phones at this point. It's so maybe you did just, like, hook up with people in bars. Like, Although, maybe that's how you met people. I feel like we need to clarify. I said she just fell in the bed with that dude. They have no clue what we're talking about when we say bed. They went yeah, to this so club. Yeah, so they went to a club called Bed, which I, I, I keep meaning to look up, but I don't have my phone on They're me. They're trying to figure out if it's if a real it's place. Still, if it's a real place. If it was a real place and if it's still a real but place. But it was like this nightclub bar place where they had, like, beds and yeah, shades instead of instead of VIP tables, they like were beds. Like neon beds, beds and shit. And they were ugly. And they uh, were like, like a Taco Bell in nineteen ninety seven. They they came in and they asked for a quote unquote bed for four and they got a freaking single. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what are you Even though she was on the list and the VIP is nothing but like single chaises and yeah. no yeah. Yeah. And awful. Like the acrylic um Also it what a fucking dumb gimmick club. It's hard enough doing anything on a bed, let alone holding a drink and maintaining your yes. posture while drinking that drink and yes. not spilling that drink. You know, if they were smart, the pillows would be cup holders. Right. Ooh. That. It does appear the bed is shut down. It was shut down sometime in 2007 after a horrific murder. So. Oh, well. Wow. Looks like that's not <laughs> a good time to be in bed. 
Stop. can get murdered. I'm sorry. I just watched the show. I have to do something cheesy. Um, Couldn't help but wonder if that was a terrible show. Help There's one in Miami, Miami though. Okay, oh, I have. Oh. This is what happens when I'm in the rabbit hole. <laughs> oh, yep. Ryan hates that. So but I'm sure it's no, 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 no. It's fun. <laughs> due to the coronavirus. Of course. Coronavirus. Yeah. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Carrie. I hear it every time. I hear, <laughs> right, I hear Cardi B. God yeah. damn it. It's <laughs> killing me. I hate her. So Carrie got broken up with Burger with a post-it. Oh. It says, I'm sorry. I can't. Don't hate me. And after a very nice night of sex, by the way, for those of you who have not recently seen the previous episode. So we gave her some, like, above average dicking and then was just like peace yeah and then he peaced what out in the middle of the night oh yeah yeah oh. so that's why she's so upset yeah well and also it was a goddamn post-it note yeah which i mean is the equivalent to like getting a text message well a text right? cost 25 like, cents per letter back then so. you, yeah i guess and i was mm-hmm. texting in all caps then because i <laughs> i was so i was late to the texting game i hated texting i am the weirdest so when it comes to like the trajectory of technology when it comes to cell phones because i was like why are you texting me just call me and, and now, now like, i'm why like are why are you calling, are you calling me? my mom get the fuck out of here oh yeah the <laughs> only person two people i answer are my mom and my grandpa like even my dad i'm like you're on a voicemail and i love him but i'm like nope I, why are you calling me yeah my high school crush called me yesterday <laughs> Your reaction out of the too. blue and i was like Ugh. Why? And, like, Ryan heard the whole conversation, and, like, was I not the most uncomfortable person? You were really like, uh? Yeah. <laughs> like, whoops and why? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, I'm watching a movie with uh, my roommate, so I Never have to Never heard her any <laughs> conversation on the behalf of a movie or anything. Well, no. It's, it's always like, like, I've already seen it, and I'm showing it to her or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? It's never, you know, it's always so, something yeah. to be paused. So Ryan in the background's like, it's fine, I'm good. And I'm like, hmm. Shut the fuck up. Get <laughs> off your switch. Yeah. And let's watch these Kung Fu kangaroos. Yeah. I was totally like, no, do not say anything. We have to, I have to go. Like, I was not happy about it. And I haven't spoken to him in like two years, but I was still like, I, you texted me and I answered your question. You don't need to follow it up with a phone call. And like, and then I, I try, I was trying to talk to him about something because there was an occurrence. I'll just talk about it. Whatever. Um, my, not like he listens. It's not like either one of them listen. Yeah. You're um, like Jack Whitehall revealing your whole boy's name right now. Right. <laughs> I'm like, so Gabe, shit, (laughs) that's his name. Um, My, so my high school crush called me. My middle school crush, and I recently reconnected. Right? She's like, how am I single? She's got crushes calling her. Crushes name. She's got crushes calling her all the time. Come on. But no, so they they know each other. We all hung out in the same like no. thing. But I had How is this real life? What seriously? You didn't like a boy? I liked <laughs> them, but I wouldn't give them I I don't even remember who they were. Like That's other than my funny. boyfriends in high school. Like Well, to be fair, so I we recently during this pandemic decided to just like rabbit hole our past. Yeah. Um, Ryan and I just like did a deep dive and Ryan pulled out some some notes that he had. Holy like, shit, which is relevant to this episode because they're yes. shitty breakup notes. Yeah, oh, they are shitty breakup notes. <laughs> but yeah, so he was going through all of those and I didn't really keep any because I didn't really pass notes too terribly much, but I did write in my my journal a lot. 
Oh, okay. And so I was just like, I'm going to roll through my journal. And so I'm I'm rolling oh. through my journal and reading, and I'm like, oh, oh, that's bad. This is bad. I can pinpoint the exact time when I started birth control pills and when they started causing depression. In middle school. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like, I was sitting like, on the couch anything, and I was like, I think, and it's not just the it. tone. Her handwriting changes. It's wild. Yeah. It's I didn't nuts. keep anything. Yeah, like you can. I hold on to so much. I'm an emotional pack rat, and I wish I wasn't. Oh, I am like, like I like purge everything all the time. Uh, I don't even have the same clothes from like, a, like it's. I have to get rid of stuff. Yeah, it's so 2000 and late. She can't yeah. Them. Oh, yeah. So anyway, so I was reading through all of these, and I was like, hmm, what happened to middle school crush? I wonder. And it's a pandemic. There, I've got nothing but time. Right. So I looked him up on Facebook, and friend requested him. And we started talking. Wow. Um, and I... You hit it and quit it, or... We're not going to talk about that. Is that a big dong? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Terrible. Um, so anyway, so we're talking, and he... He's telling me, he's like, hey, so... Do you think that in high school, like, we would have lost our virginity to one another? Like, if I had just gotten my head out of my ass and asked you out? And I felt so bad because I laughed so hard. And I was like, no! <laughs> it was like a child, no! It was that kind of reaction. I was like, of course not! What are you thinking? Uh, I'm like, I tried to, I, I framed it in a way where I was like, no, I wasn't really emotionally available to have sex in high school. This pandemic do be making people a bit too bold they, in their shot shooting. Dude, they are. <laughs> so I was like, like, respect the fact that you're putting it out there, because I could never, but also, Jesus, read the room. Right? Well, I just felt bad, too, because I'm like, the answer is no. I'm sorry. I can't even lie to you. No. 100% absolutely not. not. Yeah. And only because we're in a pandemic am I going to entertain the idea of us having sex in the future <laughs> but so i'm telling high school crush about middle school crush and he and i'm she's you know, pitting them against each other no so stop it master he, manipulator of men over here high school crush is gay soup's gay um but i'm telling Actually, him about it all men were. stop it <laughs> <laughs> so i'm telling him and he goes oh i have kids in the car and i'm like Way to bury the lead, bud. <laughs> and I didn't even say, like, I, I I, didn't even say it like, oh, yeah, like, so-and-so wanted to know if we would fuck in high school. Like, I was like, he asked me if, like, he thought we would lose our virginity to each other. And he's like, oh, I got kids in the car. And I'm like, I didn't say anything bad. Yeah. Would they not know what sex is? You're doing a bad job as a parent. <laughs> well, I mean, how old are they? I have no idea. 27. They're either... Yes. That would be terrible. <laughs> so what I want to do, and like when I'm really, really old, is adopt like... She's been saying this! Every day this week she brings it up! I'm she like, wants to become an old lady and just adopt like a teenager. Yes. So she doesn't have to deal with any of the other stuff. And just have a cool person to hang out with and, and fucking mold and shape. <laughs> I definitely, I want to have my own kids, but I do want to adopt like a teenager at some point. Yeah. Maybe we should just adopt one first. We'll just we adopt should. one. I can live in the third bedroom. We'll just be like, hey, bud, you're our trial. <laughs> we'll see how bad we can fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just check it out. But yeah, so he tells me that there's kids in the car, and then I'm like, well, now I don't even know what to talk about. Like, why did you call me? 
And he's still, like, trying to have a conversation with me. And I'm like, we can't fucking talk about anything. You have children in the car. Like, which is why well, I was... What was y'all's conversation when he can't talk about anything with the kids around? <laughs> well, he... I didn't even say anything bad. And he was, also, like, telling me not saying anything. up on speakerphone when their kids are in the car, period. Bold yes, moves, like, sir. Right? Yeah. So it was just so uncomfortable. Where I was just like, okay, well, uh... Also, my roommate kids in the car, is he married? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yep. They're married. They have a house. They have a whole Bold thing. Bold moves, right? <laughs> I didn't initiate the talk with high school guy. He initiated it with me. because She one can't of, help that she pulls him in like a siren to the shore, man. She's just... Case pants are slimming. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. She's going to be mad you didn't adopt her. <laughs> I've told her she can adopt me, especially Samantha, because she makes great steaks, so... <laughs> That's literally the trade-off. I was like, I'll buy the steaks the next time you give me all of your old pants. <laughs> nice. So that's it. Um, but yeah, it was... Anyway, it well, was wild. So post-its. So post-its. My yeah. dad invented post-its. My dad invented post-its. Have a really Michelle day. So yeah, so Carrie was broken up with by post-its. She does her I couldn't help but wonder very early in this episode. Yeah, what was it that she said? She said, do we search for lessons to lessen the pain? <laughs> and she also says women learn lessons and men just move on. Ooh, I don't know about that. And I think that men are usually, anyways, uh, so stoic that we assume that they just emotionally move on from things. I get that. Yeah, so. I, well, I mean, I feel like we're typecasting. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, uh, this is this is this about is, typecasting. Is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I guess I can see that. Like, I, I feel like that is pretty accurate. I've known very few guys that are emotionally vulnerable enough to say that they were upset by a breakup. I definitely think that's why I'm still single because that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for somebody who's a little more on the emotional side than the stoic side. Well, because as also being stereotypical, uh, as women, we definitely want them to be more emotional, but not too emotional. And also, but society has done this. We don't, like, I don't, we don't want repairing the drywall emotional. Inherent we want to men to be <laughs> no stoic. Kyles. No Kyles. <laughs> no Kyles. Circle only slash Kyle. <laughs> I, think, I mean, society has set them we'll up. We'll only accept that. a yeah. halfway decent Chet. <laughs> no, no chats. No. <laughs> but I I don't know. I that's my take on it. So and Ryan's I think in touch with his emotions enough that he can answer. <laughs> what, what would you, uh well, I mean in what way? What, what what's the query? Like do you I like I know that you feel things deeply. <laughs> but do you talk about like with guy friends about how you feel other things deeply or is it just like yeah, sports? No, I mean, not for me. For I'm, I'm not a yay sports kind of guy. Um, I'm, I'm more in touch with my emotions than I would like to be. Because <laughs> I look at, I, the way I was raised and the stuff that I went through, I, I, they are a wonderful blessing, but also a curse. They're a wonderful tool to use on stage, but they're a terrible necessity to have in real life sometimes. Uh, and, uh. Especially as someone who's just given to rolling with whatever emotion is happening at the time, you can easily become overcome by it. Um, but yeah, uh, there there is a certain stoicism that I think is even taught to you and even shown from an early age in a lot of media. You know, even just the toys that you're taught to play with 
show, you know, you, you never heard the, the Ninja Turtles talking about their feelings, you know? Right. G.I. Joe didn't talk about how it felt watching Lady J get kidnapped or whatever, you know? Like, no one... Th- there wasn't that sort of stuff. That wasn't the media we were being fed. Mm-hmm. And all of your, your male heroes when you're a kid, especially uh, from the late 80s and early 90s, are nothing but like these, you know, with the exception of a few, just big burly dudes that are just like, yeah, we're just going to shoot and punch anything that makes us angry. Yeah. And I, that gets fed to you from a very early age. And so being in touch with one's emotions is kind of looked upon as... As, as like weak. Weak or, or, yeah. or, you know, dare I say it, feminine. You know, like, don't mm-hmm. be such a girl. The shit that, like, you get told. It's wild that that was... That, that, that weakness was gendered. And still is in many ways. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Well, and not even that, but just emotions in general. Like, yeah. I, with well, my... Well, no. Emotions <laughs> equating to weakness in this right. analogy here. Like, my... I very much, like, I was raised by my mom and my dad fairly equally, and it was very much across the board, like, with my mom and my dad, that you, showing emotions is showing weakness. And so, like, I try never to cry in front of anybody. I try to never, like, drop any sort of, like, veneer from, mm-hmm. like, from anybody seeing how upset I am about That's any particular thing. That's another we're also taught that, like... To experience our emotions in front of anyone else is is the biggest faux pas. Mm-hmm. Like unless it's a happy emotion. Yeah. You know, like I can't tell you how many times I've been in a situation where I've been extremely angry or upset or heartbroken or something, and I've been crying. There's been someone else there, I'm like get the fuck away because you aren't supposed to see me like this. Mm-hmm. Is the only thing that goes through my mind. I can't. I'm not even processing my own pain. I'm more worried about how I look to the other person while I'm in pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my I feel like my ex is the only person that I could be 100% myself with. And if I was upset about something, I could cry, mm-hmm. and it would be okay. It was like a safe space. And like, I still feel like that. We're still great friends, but like, it's a really difficult... Like, I don't know that I have ever been or will ever be in a relationship where I felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, sincerely comfortable and safe expressing all of the emotions that I was having at the time. Which is an interesting way to bring it back to the episode, in a way, because Carrie has that moment where she goes off on Burger's friends at the bar. Yes. Where all of a sudden it's this rush mm-hmm. and flood of emotions that she might have been repressing about the whole Burger situation and being broken up with with a post-it. Yep. And she just shits all over these dudes. And righteously she- so. Mm-hmm. Maybe not rightfully so, but righteously so. Like, she has every right to be, you know, indignant in that moment. But if anything, I think to, you know, those sort of, like, toxic bar bros that those guys were obviously being portrayed as, she's just proving their own point to them by going off about their friend who's her ex now. Yep. And going off on them, and then she immediately has to leave the bar. Yep. Because she knows. She's, again, she's expressed emotion. Weakness. I can't stay. I must leave in shame. Right. And that I was actually raised sort of on the flip side of that. Like, we're, we all are pretty openly emotionally, like, in tune to each other and, like, show emotion. I still hate to fucking cry. So, like, that if I'm crying, mm-hmm. something major happened. Um, and so it's always, it's wild to see me, to see other people have that sort of reaction. I know that's what society ingrains into us. And I know that I was fortunate to grow up where, like, emotions were more accepted, even by the men in my family. Mm-hmm. Um 
trust me, they all had their faults, but they they were a little bit more accepting. Most men do. <laughs> the women have tons of their too. own faults. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, let me tell you. Yeah, we all um, have our own hands. Yeah, it's a, yeah. <laughs> um, and maybe just because we're all just so mental health cases, we had to show our emotions. But I think that like it was. You know, it was like, fuck yeah, when she was kind of going off on his friends, but then the, like, watching her turn and leave, it was like, I wish like, okay. that she had, you know, been able to stay. Although it was, looked like a shitty bar, so. Yeah, I honestly, I don't think that she should have left, because that's accepting defeat. <laughs> I'm like, right. if you're going to be emotional, at least own whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish she had been more confident in that, where she was like, no, actually, gentlemen, this is how you properly break up with somebody. That being said, though, like, she has a whole lot of ideals about how people should be adults and break up like adults. But she's never broken up with somebody as an adult. She's always been shitty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. She's always been... She has a character. Love Carrie, but... (laughs) This is shitty. (laughs) Yeah, this is the time when people definitely will tell me, they'll be like, oh, yeah, you're totally a Carrie because you would do something like that. And I'm like, yeah, I would, but I would also own it. Mm Mm-hmm. I would be like, we're not fucking leaving. We're gonna sit there and we're gonna stare at them. We're gonna make them leave because they're the they're they're the idiots that like. I'm like, mm mm. I stand by what I said, and I'm gonna stare your ass down. I said what I said. Yeah. So, so has anyone had their own post-it moment? I. Anyone had a, a shit breakup where it was just like, really, this is the method of delivery you're going with? Or have you been the person that did the shitty breakup? Oh, story time! Children, <laughs> gather around. We're gonna sit crisscross applesauce. <laughs> on the floor. Uh, I used to be a preschool teacher for a hot sec. I have yes, I have broken up. I mean, I've ghosted like men that I've gone on a couple dates with, which is shitty, and I don't stand by that, and that's poor behavior. I have also broken up via text message. Um, once mm. a Facebook message, and then I blocked Ooh. him, so oh. I don't even know if he was able to see the message. Yeah, he can see it. And I was like stops. twenty-one. Yeah. I'm thirty-three. I like to think I've evolved. <laughs> um, Did they deserve that sort of dismissive? In the it, moment, maybe the, it not felt accusing like you it. being dismissive. No, no, no. All, just... Totally fair. In the moment, it felt like it. I think mm-hmm. when you're twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, yes. Um, but I would say that all of the relationships that I, there have been two, I say two and a half. Because the guy that cheated on me, I didn't really think we were going to get married. But I was the two relationships that I, that were good for me and that I, that had a future with, like, I fucked them up. Like, oh, and they broke up with me. So, ugh. so I mean, turnabout's fair play a little bit there. Um, but yeah, I've definitely been, I've definitely been shitty. Yeah. But then I, now I've been single for so long, I don't even... I, I don't think I would break up with anyone. I would what <laughs> what drove you to do it in that method? To do it so impersonally? What was I your... have a really hard time, or had, I would say more so had a really hard time with being vulnerable in front of somebody and wanting mm-hmm. not wanting to hurt them. But in the, in the end, you end up hurting them more, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I would much more... I respected the last two relationships that have ended... They, I mean, they were very, like, kind conversations, and I'm actually really good friends with one of them still because they took the time to, like, mm-hmm. sit down with me. And mm-hmm. you need closure. Also, breakup sex 
can sometimes be. Uh, X is two-thirds of sex. You gotta love that. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting that you bring that up, though, because now it seems like everyone in this episode, even the tangentially involved people like Berger, were doing something Uh out of a fear of something that they thought was going to be the outcome. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you say that's probably one of the biggest driving forces to some of the shitty decisions we make? It's not that, like, we're all... We're shitty people. We're We're trying to avoid avoiding emotion completely. Yeah. 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 No, but it's true. We totally avoid do. avoidance. I think I. You ever get a post-it or a, a text or anything? No, but I have technically broken up with someone over text. Ooh. Because the conversation sort of went there, and then I was just like, ugh. And so I just sent the text, and I was just like, maybe we should call it. So you <laughs> you would ask in the moment when they're in the uh, in bed, when they're in the bar, mm-hmm. uh, the club. And she, she mentions something to the dudes, and she walks back to the girl group, and all the dudes are, like, chattering amongst themselves. You're like, yeah. guys, don't do that! And I was like, low-key, we do. <laughs> also ties into post-it no breakup story. Okay. So, back in the day, when the men were men and the sheep were scared, <laughs> uh, and there was the group of us living out at the, the ranch in North Valleys, mm-hmm. uh, this was the one uh, who... I had a girlfriend I was seeing at the time, and, uh, you know, with roommate's permission, I gave her a house key and stuff, because she was often coming over to, like, do homework after, you know, classes let out for the day or whatever, and we'd hang out and chill, and everyone was, like, good with each other. They all kind of ran in the same circle sort of deal. But she brought over, like, her own bedding and a lot of clothes. Like, I gave her a drawer. She took three. Um... (laughs) Like, it was that stuff. And, just, <laughs> and so I asked my guys, I was like, yo, what do I do? Like, I don't know, like, she how do I... Moved in. She, she, she kind of moved in. she She kind of just, like, moved in. Like, what do I do? And I was Should like, well, I ask I mean, her rent on the first? <laughs> and, and, and the advice I got was like, well, don't make a confrontation about it. Like, don't, you don't want to have a fight. You don't want to make her feel, like, yeah. bad for doing it. But, like, you have to find a way to reclaim your space, bro. You have to find a way to, like, make your room yours again. And so thinking that I was doing something nice, I washed her bedding... And her clothes, folded everything up nicely, hung everything up nicely, put my own sheets back on the bed, and I cleaned my room. Did the whole, like, one of those things where, like, you feel better. It's therapeutic. Gave it the good vacuum. Even, you know, dusted the baseboards. I I went hard. Because I was like, not only did I clean up your stuff, but I cleaned up my own stuff, and now the room looks nice. There's clothes on the floor. I thought I was doing a good thing. Yeah. And so I went to go hang with some of the guys out at the ranch. This is when I lived out in Sparks still. She came home, I guess, to grab some stuff, saw all that stuff, saw her stuff, gently yeah. folded and neatly placed yeah, think to about, the side. He didn't say, I'm cleaning up the space. He just did this it. Is, this is kind of and my fault. And then she came back and to... And saw all that and just made the snap decision of like, oh, this is what's happening. <laughs> Grabbed all her shit. Broke up with you. And changed her MySpace profile setting to single. single oh damn that, I remember <laughs> and so hot fire oh, and that's the thing didn't text me didn't do shit that was the first move and so I'm with my friends and one of them goes yo did she break up with you cause you would get a notification or something cause like they were scrolling little, yeah, and then yeah. I guess she had posted something and he's like yo did she break up with you and I'm like what no of course you are I'm trying to like avoid names <laughs> We're not, we're not trying to Jack Whitehall this. No, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> it's not Gabe! Uh, so anyway, Brian. <laughs> yeah. It's like, she's like, no, no, not that I know of. I haven't talked to her today. And he's just like, bro, like, her MySpace says she's, like, says she's single. And then my phone buzzes, 
and there's the text. Mm. And it says... Well, no, no, no. <laughs> it just says, well, I got your message. Clearly, you don't want me around. Have a good life. Goodbye. Wow. And I'm like... Have a good life, goodbye. Like I'm still like in denial. Like that's a weird way to say goodnight. <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird way to say I love you. Right? And they're like, no, dude, she like broke up with you. I was like, the fuck? No. Why? <laughs> I don't get it. And like I was more upset because I knew that the relationship was starting to wane, and I was trying to find a way to either fix it or broach the subject yeah. with her. And yeah. she's like, well, she broke up with me before I could even like try and figure out what the fuck this was. <laughs> And then I came home to a letter that she had written and left on the bed. Like, three-page letter folded up with a little tab that you pull out and shit. <laughs> High school chic. Like, even though we were in college. <laughs> oh, it was wild. See, and the funny thing is that, like, in my early 20s, I was 100% a hothead like that. Like, I would... I once walked out of a job. <gasps> once. I've never done it again. And I was scared to death the whole time I did it. But I told them I was going to do it. But, like, I would be a hothead with that kind of stuff if I had come back to my boyfriend's apartment where I had thought that I had marked my territory and all my stuff was just, like, folded nicely, like, you can take this and you can leave, mm-hmm. I would have lost it. And so here's the thing, though, is, like, again, that's, that's a situation where meant, yeah. there should have been a communication that happens, but because the two people, just like in the episode, are yeah. too scared or uncomfortable about broaching those subjects that they do what they think is going to be the path of least resistance. Leaving a note. Changing that MySpace status. Putting a post-it on the fucking bed. You know, any of that shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it just makes it worse. I think in relate, it's. I find it so strange that in relationships, we get to the point where we like the person so much that we can't talk to them openly about things. Like we're shielding them from the worser mm-hmm. parts of ourselves. Right, yeah. When that's Like exactly I'm so chivalrous saving them. If I was really that good, you wouldn't be dating me in the first place. <laughs> right. Well, and that, like, that throws me single off ladies. sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call me. Yeah. We're all single, so, you know, any... How are we single? <laughs> <laughs> if, if any of you feel <laughs> inclined to date any of this. Oh, yeah, now's the time. This yeah. world's going to end soon, so if anyone's harboring a secret crush, might yeah. as well fucking right? put it out yeah. there. Right, yeah, this is going to over. Just uh. email, I couldn't help but podcast. I'm accepting all offers. <laughs> yeah. I will forward it on to the correct party. I'll make sure that there's a love connection today. <laughs> but we do, like, we get to the point where we, where we care so much about their feelings that it causes miscommunication. Yep. And... That sucks. It's like not good. Another thing that I wrote down was she said, I found this very relatable. She was like, we have to go out tonight. We have to do something. This has this to be today be, that yeah. something else happened. This and can't not be the date I, that I got broke up with with a post-it Right. Note. Yeah. And I'm like, that is so relatable, but also so avoidant of the feelings and the emotions that you need to work through. But like it... But very, at hardcore, I do it. Very uh, emblemic of like how people quantify and rate their lives. Yeah. Like you're like, oh, like you'll remember that day. Like that was the day that this happened, you know? Mm-hmm. And like you hate having that negative connotation. So of course you're like, and, and it ends with her instead of being the day that she got broke, the day that she got broke up with a post. It's the day that she almost got arrested for smoking weed on the sidewalk. But hey, right. she's white, so she got away with it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, she would have been a person of color. She'd be doing, she'd still be she, doing time. She'd still be in jail. Um, time, she'd be dead. Yeah. 
And it is really, I do enjoy. America. <laughs> I do enjoy like these episodes where they treat pot like it's this big illegal thing because right? now it is so, it is so much like part of the culture of just everything at least in this state like i know there's other states where it isn't legal yet but also the privilege that we're exercising and talking about how it's just part of the culture of this state and now, now where, yeah. yeah i'm yeah. still i voted no for it on it okay <laughs> as somebody who probably smokes more weed than <laughs> in this room by far um i voted no on it because i i mean and i laugh now uh, but I am, was, like, vehemently opposed to us doing this without emptying out the prisons. There's people in there for a joint. I totally and get now, that, yeah. See, fucking non-violent like drug offenses, get out of here, yeah. yeah. See, and I naively <laughs> thought that by legalizing it... It would retroactively would, have that no, effect. No, but they would just let everybody go, yeah. No, no I totally not thought that was what was going to happen. Welcome uh, to the political side. I couldn't help but podcast, kids. Welcome to capitalism. <laughs> That's what I thought. I'm like, we're doing capitalism because now that we have it legalized, it can be regulated and it can be sold. And capitalism is bullshit. Yeah. No, it is. But like, I am, I still was just in my brain completely snow whiting it. I was like, if we vote for this and it's legal, they can't legally we keep those people in jail. We didn't do enough then because we were trying to tell people like, do you know the history of like the, da- like the damning of marijuana from like prohibition times and whatnot what like william randolph hearst well not even just that but yes yeah. but the whole idea of like you know there was prohibition right and mm. then at that same time like as an alternative especially in like the south and places yeah you're seeing a lot of like and that's why they called it like it was like the jazz you know jazz leaf or whatever yeah the just you know terrible derogatory names for both the people that they figured were primarily using and mm. you know the type of stuff that they're doing but then prohibition ends, and you have to demonize the thing that had taken the place of alcohol because you can't sell, regulate, and tax it, right? Mm-hmm. And so you have to make it this demon scourge. You have to associate it with the otherness. Like, you know, and that's why it was called, like, Jazz Leaf. The same reason he calls it a China virus, you know. Mm-hmm. You are associating... China exactly. <laughs> you're associating it with uh, a, a hated other... And and yeah, and that's the thing is like they had to beat down marijuana. Like hemp was going to ruin the paper industry, all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. If they can't make money off of it, they have to make it bad. Yeah, that's why they're banning TikTok. And that's why they're banning TikTok. <laughs> they better not. Like they're not going to. It, Did you? It, yeah, it messes with the First Amendment. Can we so just talk about yeah. how us as elder millennials are like worried about the TikTok ban? <laughs> Trust me, I've had, I've like they won't really do it, will they? They won't. They're not gonna really they can't take this away from us. The one place I can find a little bit of serotonin sometimes right? just scrolling. Right. Uh, three <laughs> hours to mine a single molecule. Sometimes it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to your story, I like the lack of communication that happens yeah. due to well, again, not wanting to hurt someyone's we feelings. We were kids. We were in our early 20s. Right. We and admit, like, yeah. the same thing. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. we don't know what we're doing. We're still figuring that shit yeah. out. Yeah. We don't know what we're doing now. We're still figuring this shit out. Right. I know. I'm really... And we're like the top. age that they were on the show. <laughs> I am... They're in their late 30s, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I keep... Like, it's funny because I was... I, I, I'm, I, I'm still in my early 30s, but... Oh, well. 
Must be nice. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> Just kidding. Once you're in your 30s, it's all downhill from there, right? Like, uh, yeah, so far. Yeah, I can can confirm. <laughs> it is. It has absolutely been downhill. Um, <laughs> but you know, I it's hard to say for me because again, like I got married at like 23, 24, and was married through my entire 20s and a little bit of my 30s, and so like. I just feel like I'm sort of Benjamin buttoning my way through life here Mm -hmm. where I'm just like, okay, well, I went from living with my parents to being married and living with him and then moved out, lived on my own and then living with a roommate, living with another roommate. I'm like, maybe, maybe I'll move in (laughs) back in with my mom after all this stuff. Just like, no, I won't. (laughs) I absolutely won't. But it just feels like, oh, I'm doing life in a very weird order right now. Although another thing, like we are... Of, like, full-on working, self-sustaining age, and none of us can afford to live on our own. Yeah, because they make it impossible. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We are all hit in that age where, like, we came of age during 9-11, like, after 9-11, mm. the economy, yeah. the shit, now... We've oh, seen multiple... Coronavirus! Coronavirus! <laughs> it's awful! Oh my god, these people are probably like, we guys stop talking. Yeah, no. <laughs> Neil loves it. Hi, Neil. Hi, Neil, our number one fan. Um, All all others are number two or lower. See, here's going to be the real test, though. JD's not on this podcast, so if I don't hear from Neil, Neil, this is me talking to you right now, if I don't hear from you, I'll know who's your favorite. Ooh. (laughs) Um, The only thing that I have to, like, close this out uh, with Carrie is that I have, there really is no good way to break up with somebody. True. Like. I mean, you can even, even. You know, amiable breakups can still... It still hurts. In a way, I think those are almost even worse, the ones where you remain friends afterwards, because it's hard finding that boundary again. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yes, can confirm. That's Uh, tough. That's tough. I spent three years trying to find that boundary. Especially if they fall in love with someone else and are headed towards matrimony. Yuck. Thankfully, the pandemic has Mm. put a Bosh on that. He won't listen to this, so I can say that. <laughs> it's all right, ladies, <laughs> I ladies. I am a reliable stepping stone. If you are looking for your forever partner, I will be the one right before that. So just let the, me know. I'll help you out. You're the you're the foster. Yeah. <laughs> foster boyfriend. Pretty much. <laughs> foster boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I have, and that's I, what I love about the show. And what I hate about this show, because everything is very two-dimensional, but they do bring up a lot of really interesting points about relationships and things like that and, like, communication. Although Burger was trash from the beginning. Yeah, I had forgotten <laughs> that this is the episode where she broke up with Burger, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's right, he was such garbage. He I also had forgotten time. Charlotte had been married before to Trey and that Harry was her divorce attorney. Because mm-hmm. I watch the I watch the movies all the time. So right, so Harry. it's just Harry. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right. yeah. And yeah. Big is in <laughs> big. Carrie's life. <laughs> yes, I was. Ugh. I was team big. I know. Uh, it's fine. It's all trash. Aiden anyway. was like probably a better person. <laughs> well, you you say that like you care. <laughs> let's let's hear it. Who do you, who are you rooting for? Who do you want Carrie to be with? You're she's a better fit with Big, and she's sure. happier with Big because of the fucking lifestyle she's accustomed to. The lifestyle to. she can have, yeah. Aiden's not going to be able to provide that for her. Yeah, he can four-corner a fucking cabin together for her someplace, but she's not going to be happy doing that. Aiden is the vacation dick. Aiden is the <laughs> summer home dick away from the fucking New York yeah. penthouse where she wants to live forever. Yeah, no. Aiden, Aiden's at Hampton's dick. 
Mr. Big is her her OTP dick in the penthouse. Like, let's just be honest. That was another thing. So they leave the club bed and they go to some shitty bar. The dive bars, as Ash said, that she prefers. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, you guys both looked at me like, no, no. Hey, I hate clubs. I love a dive clubs bar. Clubs are terrible. Clubs are fucking terrible. Then goes, 40 miles about as divey as I get. It is like, as divey as I get. Foxy Olive, which like... Foxy Olive is great, yeah. Foxy Olive is too small. I hope the city just plows into it and bulldozes Just take out the entire Lake Mill area and just rebuild. They'll do it anyway. Yeah. It'll be another parking lot the Renaissance can buy and do fucking nothing with. Right. Don't get me started on Renaissance parking. How this town still has money to like grow is beyond me. Like... Yeah. I'm waiting... Well, I don't want the housing market to take shit now, but I was really hoping it would. I, yeah, I know. It'd be nice to afford a place to live one of these days. <laughs> right. I, it's really sad when, like, buying a house is completely unattainable. Yeah, I look at all, like, all these apartment buildings are going up so fucking fast everywhere. Like, the ones that are building in Park Lane right now that are going to be, like, the ones out in Sparks, mm-hmm. or the ones south of town, or the ones that are going to put up in Verdi, they're all just shooting up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to not be able to afford to live there. It's going to be yeah. fantastic. Well, and now, like, one bedrooms are over $1,000. Eat a dick. That's right. Hey, it's nuts. Uh, come November, if you are looking for a bedroom <laughs> to live in, uh, guy, gal, doesn't matter. If you're cool as shit, uh, please, by all means, help help me because I'm not. Uh, Kyle's need not apply. Yeah, Kyle's need not apply. <laughs> uh, but there will be a room open in the apartment for at least a six-month period. It's not terrible. It really isn't. Pa- Paige will vouch for it, kind of. Uh, you know... You guys are really selling this yeah. uh, as a former <laughs> lobbyist. Like, no, the place is great. It's, it's great. very affordable in this market. Also, yeah. a homeboy cooks like you wouldn't believe. It's true. Can, I can confirm that now. Yes. Yeah. Can, can confirm. I You'll can't never wait be to, short of entertainment. I can't wait to, to move out and drop this 25 pounds that I've gained over the last two years. Again, not <laughs> helpful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to walk your dog so Everyone's much. Everyone's metabolism is different. <laughs> That's true. I do have a shit metabolism also. It's glandular. <laughs> it's, it's thyroid related. <laughs> that just, it always makes me think of, um, of the Scooby-Doo live action movie mm-hmm. where they're talking about Scrappy-Doo and she's like, he isn't even a puppy. It's a gland disorder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paige is gonna hate living with me because I like am not a movie watcher at all. It so. just means that everything that I say that's actually a line from a movie you're not gonna know and you're just gonna think I'm brilliant, so I'm okay with it. Okay. I'm just gonna appropriate all of Inside it. Side of a true writer, not getting called out for plagiarism. She's excited <laughs> by the, she's excited for it. You know I always cite my sources. Yes. Especially if you don't laugh, I'm like, you know what that's from. <laughs> we like scandal or house of cards on repeat all the time. Upstairs. <laughs> That's okay, Unlike the moon who doesn't cite its source. <laughs> <laughs> you have to tell that story. It so doesn't make any sense. We have a mutual friend who uh, sometimes can get very militant in their support of progressive causes, or as as one should, but sometimes can take it a bit too far. And oh, you haven't seen me when I'm drunk. And, well, and one day just got very upset at, at yours truly for not giving credit to uh, the artist of something, and I wasn't sharing this this piece of art as if it was mine, just as something funny that I found out there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Being like, ha, ah, this is great, doesn't it look great? Like, not saying I did it, and it had Homeboy's watermark in it, uh-huh. but this, this, this... Is this a female? This person was very, very <laughs> upset that, uh, 
that I had not credited the artist. And so I just went off on my own little rant about, you know, where credit is due and whatnot and how, like, this isn't a situation where I'd have to credit someone because I'm not profiting off of their work or anything, right? <laughs> but ended with the joke of me yelling at the moon that night, a full moon, saying, credit your source, you fucking hack. All you're doing is just bouncing light from the sun. Tell us who the artist is. <laughs> That is uh, the fantastic level of indignant that we get to when yeah. we yell at the moon. Cite your source. Cite your source, you <laughs> fucking hack. <laughs> uh. Well, Ryan, yeah. if they thought that you were absolutely delightful at this podcast, where can they see other things by you? Um, I'm, I'm on Facebook being probably overly political. I um, love it. <laughs> I'm always like... <laughs> uh, being overly political and... Uh, Trying to be pithy and witty on Twitter uh, and trying to show whatever side might be my good side on Instagram. You can find me at Mad Ryantist. Across all platforms. Across most platforms. That's Including also my TikTok. Cash App and Venmo. You know, <laughs> feel free. Uh, since you might end up uh, be, you know, paying paying a little rent, please. Uh, if you if you want to set up a viewing of the apartment, uh, we swear on Chanel and whatnot. We we'll yeah. can help set that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can follow the podcast at We Swear on Chanel on Twitter. Um, and Instagram, and you can also email us. I couldn't help a podcast at gmail.com. Um, Ash, if they absolutely loved you and want to see more of whatever you do, <laughs> you definitely do not want to find me on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, Twitter, maybe a little bit, but uh, <laughs> what is your Twitter handle? Uh, I think it's B to the B, or no, it's, it's Ash, Ash VB for Envy. Um, that is, yes, yeah. which you can find me at almost anything on that as well. Um, but really, I'm just here to like tweet nasty things at Donald Trump and <laughs> settle settle for uh, Joe Biden, but AOC in four years. That's, that's, yes, that's my queen. Woo! Um, yeah. But I enjoyed this. I hope that like this isn't the last time you invite me on your pod. I mean, you'll probably be uh, more often than not hanging out on the well, podcast. To be on the so. podcast. New new roommates, such you'll probably be. Maybe we'll need to like another one too like a new podcast coming well, 2021 potentially well we i mean i i have this so i'll just keep going with it and we'll just it won't be a sex and city podcast anymore so because the the name of well yeah the name of the podcast is i couldn't help a podcast so i can podcast about anything i want that's fair okay <laughs> so right. i'm just gonna i'm gonna keep on trucking once all of the episodes are over but i'm sure you'll be back for an episode before I'm sure before we're up um, and if you want to follow me, I'm at Paige and Rena Land on TikTok, Instagram, um, at Paige Clarno on Twitter, and uh, I already already plugged the pod. So make sure you email your interest for being Ryan's roommate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but until next time, does everybody know what to say? <gasps> Remember, always wear a condom and a mask. Bye. And a mask. And a mask. <laughs> mask. It's not stopping. It's not stopping. <laughs>